She didn't see platinum blonde her anywhere where she got to the administrative. So instead she just knocked on Harry's dog. Doc led her inside to see Harry talking at length with the hair and body student who was studying her nails and obviously paying the best amount of attention to the head of their school. So I have to like walk this random blonde girl around? The girl asked babidly when Harriet finished talking. Emily closed the door behind her so hard it made a satisfying thunking sound against the wood. Harriet and the girl jumped and turned to look at her. Emily couldn't stop this proven frown from crossing her face any more than she could stop the words that came out of her mouth directly afterwards. That random blind girl has a name, she said hotly, and it's Naomi. The head and body student blinked like she couldn't quite comprehend who this new person was and why she was yelling at her like she'd done something wrong. Emily figured she probably didn't have the brain cells to deal with more than one problem at a time. She turned away from the girl sharply, completely and utterly dismissing the girl from the conversation in such a way that it was clear even Harriet was surprised. Actually, ma'am, she said to Harriet while everyone continued to stare at her. I met Naomi yesterday and she's quite nice. Quite gorgeous, her mind supplied unhelpfully. Quite splendid, quite wonderful. I'd be more than willing to show her around and do other things to her. She gave that part of her brain my first smack. Oh, shut up. Oh, yes, well, it was the first time Emily had ever seen Harry that allows for the words. That's very generous of you. The older woman blinked as she obviously tried to deduce which one she was. Miss Fitch, if you're already friends with Miss Campbell, I see no reason why you shouldn't be her student guide. Emily bit, Emily bit the inside of her cheek to hide her smile. Naomi's last name was Campbell, Burger. She probably had so many anger management jokes thrown at her. The corner snorted unattractively. Her name's Naomi Campbell. Any amusing amusement Emily had felt hearing Naomi's last name disappeared immediately. Don't you have somewhere to be? She asked, channeling Katie at her downright bitches. Harry waved a hand in the air absently as she peeled Emily and Naomi's schedules and what she could only assume were some more books of Naomi sent to her desk. Please feel free to consider yourself excused, Miss Robertson. Your services are no longer required. The girl looked confused and disoriented but left anyway, glaring when Emily waved at her mockingly as she went. She couldn't help it. Head and body students grated on every nerve she had. Apparently, that one in particular. She wasn't worried about retaliation. It, it was no secret, her little group had quite a bit of pull into the popularity pool. Effie's brother Tony had been king of the land, as it were. And Effie had inherited the Queen Bee title by default, although she certainly didn't work too hard to keep it. It was more like people were just afraid to challenge her, and Emily could sort of understand why. The Stenhams always projected the slightest hint of danger. She shook herself out of her reverie in time to hear Harriet dismiss her for the time being to go and collect Naomi. Emily protested inwardly to her, to her making it sound like Naomi was a wayward child, but she decided arguing with the head would probably not be the smartest thing she'd ever done, and she went to the hall instead. Jesus Christ, was this girl actually for real?
Naomi was leaning against the wall across from Harry's door. Her hair was gently curling and a bit had fallen in front of her face. Her long legs were encased in tight black jeans and her light blue jumper had a white skull and crossbones on it. Emily couldn't stop herself from breaking into a grin when she noticed the school's eyes were actually shaped like hearts instead of normal. It was cute. And if Naomi was going to be walking around dressing outfits that looked that attractive, Emily was not going to be held responsible for the amount of drooling that would occur. Naomi's face was turned downward towards her book in her left hand while her right hand skimmed across the pages. It took Emily a minute to realize that she was reeling brightly. Her lips moving along to the words her hand was feeling. Emily focused on those lips, the way they moved, the shapes they formed as she mouthed the words. Emily was knocked out of her dating bride, someone slamming a door nearby, and she mentally gave herself more stalker points for watching Naomi from across the hall. She had to be in the double digits by now. She intentionally scuffed her shoe against the linoleum, and Naomi's head shut up. Good morning, Emily greeted cheerfully. Naomi smiled and closed her book. Good morning, Emily. Emily wasn't quite sure how her heart kept beating when Naomi smiled at her like that. Instinct, probably. It certainly didn't have any help from her brain. Before either of them closed, it came out into the hall. Well, it looks like you got most in class, she said as she served the whole lot of things in her hands into Emily's arms. Unfortunately, Naomi, we're missing a few copies of some of your English text, so you'll have to find someone to be a reader until we can get some. I don't mind if Naomi doesn't, Emily offered a tad too eagerly, having already noted that they were both slotted to endure just seeing her hand popped. I don't mind, Naomi agreed quickly. The speed of it made Emily's stomach flutter but she shoved the feeling down. Get a hold of yourself, Fitch. She's probably straight, and even if by some miracle of the gods she's not, you're acting awfully pathetic right now. Wonderful. Harriet clapped her hands and looked awfully pleased with, the her with herself for someone who hadn't actually done anything. Then I leave you in the capable hands of Miss Fitch. Here she stumbled again. Whichever Miss Fitch this happens to be. Emily. She and Naomi said at the same time. Splendid. Off you go then. Harriet shoot them away. Naomi was frowning at as Harriet disappeared back into her office. Can she really not tell you apart? She asked. I think it's too much effort. Emily shrugged. I'm surprised she knew my last name, to be honest. At least she knew I was part of a matching set. Well, I can tell the difference, Naomi said firmly. And even, and if even I can see it. The butterflies were back in full force when Emily looked up from their schedules to see Naomi grinning playfully, inviting her to share the joke. So Emily laughed and added, Emily laughed and added another thing to a rapidly growing list of things she knew about Naomi Campbell. She was gorgeous, smart. Apparently, since she shared a math class with JJ and a history class with Effie, and funny. It was when Naomi turned around to grab her bag that Emily noted her cane was folded up and tucked inside of one of the buckets. Don't you need that? Your cane? She qualified, 
when she realized Naomi wouldn't know what she meant. Not if you're with me today, Naomi said. She held out her left arm slightly to the side so Emily could grab her elbow. And that's when Emily realized that guiding Naomi around all day meant guiding Naomi around all day. Constant contact. All day. Uh oh. It was surprisingly easy to spend the day with Naomi. And it was also dangerous. Not in the physical sense. In fact, it was the safest she'd ever been because people tended to give them a nice space to walk in. Instead of her having to touch people's arms and backs, she was little, okay? It was dangerous for her in the halls. It was dangerous in the mental sense. Before Emily had just been crushing on Naomi's face, how gorgeous she was and how her smile did wonderful things to Emily's heart and how her occasional Irish inflection of words did wonderful things to other parts of Emily's anatomy. Now she had a deeper insight into the kind of person Naomi was. She wasn't actually aware that it was possible to crush harder. They spent the whole day together. Besides when she left Naomi with JJ for Matt and Emily for history, and now so she knew that Naomi also had a sharp temper and a sharper tongue. That she had a wit that was so quick she found herself biting her lip to keep from laughing in class sometimes. That she could be so casually kind to people it was ridiculous. All of these things kept compounding in her mind. And the need to see the color of her eyes grew. As soon as politics was over, Kieran called for Naomi to stay behind and Emily hovered. For a minute, she wondered what was wrong that Kieran needed to talk to Naomi about until he reached over his desk and pulled the blonde girl into an armhole. You're her stepdad, Emily blurred in realization and then blushed right red when they both looked over at her. I mean, hi. Kieran, you know Emily, right? She's been looking after me today, Naomi asked. She took a few steps over and grabbed Emily's arm to bring her over the desk. Emily allowed herself a brief moment of amazement at how well Naomi could orient herself in the world as long as she knew where things were. Taking it, of course I know her. Kieran leaned over his desk so he could shake, shake hands with her. She's in my class too, in case you didn't notice. What was it called you yesterday? The wee gay lass. Every muscle in Emily's body tensed at the same time. Was it possible to be absolutely freezing and on fire all at once? She couldn't stop her eyes from cutting over to Naomi immediately. The other girl didn't show any outward sign of having reacted to Kieran's words at all. While all Emily wanted to do was crawl into a small hole and die. She wanted to ease Naomi into the knowledge that she was gay, not throwing into her face and hope for the best. She didn't say another word as Kiran checked to make sure Naomi was doing well in her classes and stayed quiet as they made plans to meet at the side door of the school so he could drive her home. Emily's whole stomach was in one giant knot. It felt like she opened her mouth. It felt like if she opened her mouth, even to breathe, she was going to throw up. It obviously showed on her face as well because Kiran looked worried as they left the head as they left to head to their last class of the day. They stepped out into the hall, and Emily's hand took herself automatically into the crook of Naomi's elbow before she could think about it, and Emily was breaking it. Damn Naomi for being so unreadable. 
The glasses did nothing to give Emily any insight into what was she uncomfortable, was she comfortable, was she happy, was she disgusted. Emily, she was so wrapped up in freaking out, she didn't even hear Naomi call her name the first time until she said it again, louder. Emily, she almost slipped out of her skin. Um, yes? Naomi's, wa Naomi's mouth was strained and Emily's heart dropped to the bottom of her stomach. Where did those easy smiles that melted into a warm puddle disappear to? The blonde girl very carefully pried Emily's fingers off her arm. I like to keep the use of my hand for the time being, she said gently. Emily blushed bright red as she realized she'd been gripping Naomi's arm so tightly she must have been cutting off circulation. Oh, sorry. She let go immediately, but Naomi reached out and grabbed her wrist. I still need you to lead me around. Naomi said and placed Emily's hand back on her arm. Dear Brown, please swallow, swallow me, swallow me whole immediately. Emily kept the very minimum amount of contact with Naomi's arms until the blonde girl sighed and stopped walking. What's up? Emily asked, trying for cash. Is there an empty hallway to go to our right? Naomi asked instead of answering. Emily's eyebrows shot up in surprise, but then again, they had been down this hall several times today, and she had been describing their surroundings to Naomi in a minute detail. Yes, good. Naomi switched their grip around so that she was holding onto Emily's arm instead of dragging the wheeling redhead over to the other hall. Went to the side of Naomi, let go, and put her hands on Emily's shoulders. Emily, please stop, she said firmly. Emily was on fire where Naomi was touching her, even through the fabric of her hoodie. That was not normal. That was not a normal reaction. She casually gave herself more stalker points. Stop what? she asked. Her voice had risen at least half an octave in a nervousness. Did Naomi want her to stop leaving her around? Oh god, was she was freaked out by the gating. What if she hated Emily now? What if she never wanted to see anyone in the group ever again? What if Naomi ran her hands up and down Emily's shoulders very gently? Stop freaking out, she said, her voice soft. I can feel it in your muscles, Emily. You're an absolute wreck. You're shaking for Christ's sake. She was shaking, but it was out of relief more than anything else. If Naomi was comforting her, then she couldn't possibly be that freaked out, and the next words out of her mouth, out of her mouth confirmed that. Please stop being upset, she coaxed, still keeping up that distracting up and down motion across Emily's shoulders. I don't care about the gay thing, if that's what it is. If anything, I apologize for my step at being a tactless wonker. All the tension in Emily's muscles drained just as quickly as it had arrived. She found herself relaxing under the sudden warmth of Naomi's hands. You don't? She asked in a very small voice. It made her feel like a child looking for assurance that they hadn't done anything wrong. Disappointingly, Naomi stopped her suiting and dropped her hands back to her sides. Promise, she said with a smile that Emily returned. All right. Emily let out a huge breath she didn't even know she'd been holding. To English, then. Naomi smiled brightened until Emily's heart threatened to just up and kneel over at the side of it, and she held out her arm. Lead the way.